0: To another episode of Bayou Chronicles, where your hosts I'm Bethany. And I'm Crystal. First off we want to thank all of y'all for tuning in and listening to us every week. We don't even care if it's mostly our fa- friends and family. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but we appreciate you guys for being A one since day ones. Um and you guys are still supporting us and that is literally all that matters. I mean we're on what episode nineteen? Oh no this
1: 20? is twenty this is gonna be like episode twenty one. Oh my god, I just said
0: like 10 different numbers, <laughs> but it's crazy. crazy. Um, we are we have a very exciting schedule planned for the next few weeks. There are a lot of interesting topics coming up. On today's episode, we're talking about Skinwalker Ranch. Um, it is definitely one of the weirder cases that we have had. I'm super excited about today's case, so I'm going to go ahead and pass it on over to Crystal?
1: Okay, so maybe you're a weird History Channel person like me. I'm not going to lie. Probably exclusively. I watched History Channel when it was literally just History Channel shows. I was like not, extra stuff. Yeah, I don't like... watch all the extra stuff a lot of times, except for this show. It's kind of interesting. But I used to watch like the history documentaries, okay? Just that's why I have a history degree, okay? Mm. um, But they have the Skinwalker Ranch show on there. Have you seen it? I've seen briefly. Okay, like, it's so freaking fake, but like that's the best part. Like, well,
0: you know that's why I like Ghost Adventures. Yes, because
1: it is the same thing. It's so it's dramatic. Like, it's so dramatic, and it's really, really horrible acting, and you can't look away. And I just love it. And despite it being like the cheese fest of the century it's just like it's a really interesting story i guess it's just it's it's just cool i guess like it's like one giant alien conspiracy theory that like you know is either completely real and it's the coolest thing ever or it's completely fake and all these people are making stuff up but you just gotta love it that's
0: also a conspiracy because i feel like sometimes they make shows like this outlandish so we do think it's fake
1: yeah, they can't that. be
0: aliens. Look there's how weird no, these people
1: are. There's no way this actually ever happened. I don't know. I didn't really know a whole lot about Skinwalker Ranch. I'll be completely honest. It I knew, like, in passing info. It, like, I just knew what it was. I didn't know, like like... I guess the extent of my knowledge was, like, videos that people would post on YouTube of, like, look at this live footage of a leprechaun that we caught on <laughs> Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> like, that kind of stuff. And it'd be, like, the little leprechaun, like, hiding behind the rock and, like, that poking his head out. That
0: reminds me of that Florida video where they had the people come out there and they're like, there's a leprechaun mm-hmm. up in the tree. <laughs> I was, like, people had a
1: barbecue or something. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hide kids. <laughs> uh, but, basically, that was my knowledge of Skinwalker Ranch. And, like, I knew, like, Skinwalkers, like, I think they did an episode of it, like, on Supernatural or something. Oh, God. I don't know. I feel like they did. Like, literally, that was my knowledge of, like, it. Okay? So... When I had to research, it's really funny because when you type in Skinwalker Ranch to like just like literally just type it in, it's mostly like crazy stuff, I guess you could say. Like, it's not. It's not like, oh, here's the story of Skinwalker Ranch and this is the story of what people think has happened here. It's like well i don't know if my google is different from other people's googles because that's one thing too but my google popped up with like weird like youtube videos that people posted of them trying to sneak into skinwalker ranch and saying that they see like weird stuff or people making vlogs trying to mine was weird i'm just gonna be honest i had a weird experience Mean it's looking like, up.
0: me it's like mainly like Native American stories. Yeah, and I like, didn't get that. Like it's Native American culture and it's like, you know, you don't you
1: I mean, like, even like Ghost Adventures, they did an episode about. Yeah. Well, I had to dig for the actual juicy juice on Skinwalker Ranch. So I'd watched a lot of YouTube videos of people being like, we're out here in Skinwalker Ranch and uh, we, we hopped a fence and um, we're. Um, I don't know if we need to be leaving or I don't know if we're. And I'm just like, y'all, I cannot do this. So I was, for the longest time, I was like, I don't know what I'm actually researching. Am I researching these people? thinking or you know, like researching something about it and then i finally found a really good book because you know i had to go back to books oh, yeah i had to go back to books i tried your method <laughs> of youtube and videos <laughs> and it took me down a weird path so i had to go back to books uh, yeah i thought yeah i figured you would probably read something <laughs> so i found books and i found like actual interviews with, like owners and stuff and that made me feel a little bit better and i was like oh, okay wait it's actually a cool story So um, I'm going to mispronounce the name of um, where this is about 8 million times, so I'm probably only going to say it once, but we're going to talk a little bit more about um, where exactly Skinwalker Ranch is located um, and just a little bit about the area. So it's located in the northeast corner of Utah, closer to, what would that be, Nebraska? Kind of. Yeah. 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 Over there. Um, And it's in an area called the, uh, here we go. I'm sorry if I butcher this. Unita. Basin. Unita Basin. That's all I was
0: thinking. I think it's
1: Unita Basin. That's how we say it in the South, people. Um, and it was once home to the Ute people, which is a Native American tribe. Uh-huh yeah um it's a pretty sparsely populated area today from all like the pictures that I found, but it's like absolutely gorgeous like it's just really pretty area like if you could put a house there, it would just be like. Well, not, I love it. Not, not specifically there. here. Not but, there. Because yeah. you'd probably die. Well, I mean. But well, the area I mean, is really pretty. I feel like, though, also if you respect
0: the Native American culture, I feel like yes. you're good. Yes. But it's the
1: people that make fun of it. And that, do things just that stupid. That are bad. Yes. yes. Um, it is. I was told that thing I didn't put it in my notes because I didn't know if I wanted to. But I'm just going hmm. to say it anyway. It does have some kind of, like. The area itself have, like, some connections to, like, Mormonism. Apparently, Brigham Young from, like, Brigham Young University, mm-hmm. um, he was planning on, like, coming to this area to, like, establish it or something. But then, like, I don't want to say, I feel like I'm making this say this, but, like like, weird crap happened in the area, and they kind of, like... Out kind of thing. I feel like I maybe maybe a little over exaggerating that, but Mormonism was kind of big in this area at one point, and then they just used it.
0: I feel I don't, I don't know. Think. I feel like I could do a whole episode about Mormonism.
1: Okay, I want to do a whole episode on why I am on ex Mormon TikTok <laughs> because <laughs> uh, I am convinced. <laughs> That, that TikToks thinks i am mormon and that i'm leaving the mormon church because literally every video i swear every other video is about me leaving the mormon church i just think of sister wives
0: like that my mind i'll be honest i think mormonism was started by I mean, it was started by a man. Yeah. But, but that, that man just wanted to have multiple wives and then say,
1: very well may have. Jesus
0: Christ, happened.
1: this mm-hmm. is yeah. why. <laughs> very well may could have happened. But I'm very intrigued by Mormons. So if you're Mormon out there and yeah. you're listening, this is one of I have seen of you. some of those TikToks that you're talking but about. But i get so many of them. I get, the, <laughs> get ex people living in the Mormon church. Yeah. I get deconstructing from the evangelical church yeah i get so many of those and i get lesbian
0: tiktoks i okay glad you said that because <laughs> i the one one that i saw that you really you made me remember it was like she's what she's from utah uh-huh and she like broke away and like lives in like california or something so like not that too far yeah. away and it was like, this is where I look, like, when I was in the Mormon church. And yeah. she's like, now I'm a raging lesbian. <laughs> and I was and like, I was like
1: that's why oh, I God. Get them okay, that's, that's
0: a that's jump. That's I, why I get them. I thought jump. she was going to be like, now I show yeah. a knee. Or, like, <laughs> now I show you know, I show my shoulders. And she was like, I'm a raging homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> and I was
1: like, okay, girl. <laughs> get it. Okay. <laughs> um, but, no, um, that's all I know about Utah and skiing. <laughs> that was so like awesome. opposite ends of the spectrum but that is sister like. wands and, and skiing <laughs> obviously i need to go to utah okay please sponsor me to go to utah someone um but anyway it's supposed to be a really pretty area every picture i saw really was pretty but um in 1933 a young married couple named kenneth and edith myers um uh, would actually not maybe First owners, obviously, of uh, what would ultimately be Skinwalker Ranch, but um, they kind of like set the story up for it. They bought 160 acres, but over the years they kept buying up more and more of the surrounding land, so that their total property would end up being about 480 acres. That's smart, S- right? Back in 1933. 30, 30, that's, yeah, smart. that's smart. Um, and that's a lot of land. I don't even want to like put a number on that because I know it's like astronomical. Oh, it has yeah. to be. I never, I specifically never looked up how much anybody bought stuff for because I was like, eh, I don't want to. An have acre of land here is like two hundred thousand yeah. dollars. So like, can you imagine four hundred and eighty in Utah where it's pretty and not an acre of land here where it's flat and ugly and muddy? Oh, uh, yes. Um, not a whole bunch is known about their time on the ranch, um, but after their deaths, they, he died first, and then she did, In about 1993, um, the new owners, um, would actually purchase the house, and this would be the Shermans, they discovered, when they, for, like, first walked into the house, so they bought this house in this area, in this land, and it's kind of like one of those, hmm, why is this land so cheap?
0: Go kind of
1: that's thing. my first thought yeah um and so they walked into the house and they found literally every single door in this house was covered in locks on the inside and outside oh great um and they were locks and deadbolts and this was on every not even just every single door but this was every single window nice. every closet So, obviously, they were freaked out about something. Um, The new owners of this ranch were Terry and Gwen Sherman. And you have to imagine that in their head, when you walk into a house and every single door, closet, window has deadbolts on it, you're probably a little freaked out. I mean, I guess in my age, you're probably rationalizing as maybe these are very like, security conscious. but why would you be security conscious in the middle of 480 acres? Mm, Demon in a box.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Demon in a box.
1: Um, So, these guys are going to kind of be the most famous owners, I guess, of the ranch. And this is kind of where the documentation of the weird stuff has really started to happen. One of the most famous stories happened soon after the Shermans moved to the ranch um, while outside of, while outside of the range with his family, Terry saw a, like, a large dog/ slash wolf creature um, across the yard. They did kind of say that the closest thing you could kind of um, compare it to was a dire wolf. Like have you ever seen um, Game of Thrones? I, I know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, so like a huge, yeah. huge freaking dog. And this is kind of like, he just basically thought it was a really big dog at first. Okay. And so they saw it across the yard, and it kind of like started walking towards him and his family. And they weren't freaked out at first because it wasn't growling, it wasn't acting any type of like aggressive like way. So he just thought it was friendly and tame. So the animal like walked over to him and he felt its fur, like like pet him basically, which is kind of weird. I wouldn't have done this, but each their own. And then as soon as he like like got done petting him, the animal ran off and ran towards the pen that they had that had cattle, in like it. And he the whatever animal wolf creature this was immediately grabbed a calf. And started to like pull it out of the pen by its head. What the heck? Grabbed his head and like started pulling it. No, thank you. So Terry immediately began hitting the animal with a baseball bat. Um, but the animal just like acted like he was unfazed. Like it just wasn't even affecting it. Mm -hmm. So he had his son bring him a gun, and he started like shooting at the animal. And no matter how many bullets he put into the animal, it just wasn't stopping. And he said in fact it was like the bullets were not even affecting the animals because he couldn't see any wounds or any blood from where he shot the animal it just like it was like bouncing off of him is what it what it looked like He finally got a little closer, and once he, like, shot the animal at point-blank range, did it finally release the calf and run into the woods? And he remarked that it didn't even seem like he released the calf because he was hurt, but because he was, like, annoyed that he was bothering him from trying to eat this little calf. Oh, my God. Okay. So, now, obviously... At this point, the Shermans tried their best to come up with an explanation for what they saw. Um, Apparently, really large wolves are common in the area, so they thought that's what they may have saw. Like, dire wolves are a thing, but they're supposedly extinct, and people are, like, trying to, like, breed them again and bring them back, but why i I don't don't know why people are strange but it is common to see very very large wolves in this part of the country so that's just what they assumed this was what it was and terry kind of put this the whole like maybe i just didn't shoot him in the right spot Like, maybe I did shoot him, but he had so much fur, I couldn't see anything. Or, you know, just kind of coming up with those rational things that you try to tell yourself when something like this happens. Um, Over the course of the next few years, though, a large wolf dog that cannot be shot was literally the tip of the iceberg when it came to weird stuff. Terry and his family remarked about a time when there was a strange RV shaped object that did not belong to the family. And they actually thought that it was like somebody camping on the property. Um, but uh, I'm trying to explain. Let me see if I can explain how it was <laughs> to you. Um, <laughs> Everybody's <Bethany's> laughing. I <laughs> don't. Of all the shapes, RV shapes? Okay, I mean, yes, um, because he said, it, he said it was like a box. Okay. And it, the way that it was moving was as if it was. Right, like a vehicle. It was a vehicle, yes. Okay. And so in this case, they watched it like as they got closer to it. And it was, as they got closer, it would move away. But okay. it was very silent. And at one point, they saw, the, it was dark, and they saw headlights or two lights. And they saw these lights, like, lift up off the ground and go over a fence. And they thought that maybe it hit something and got, like, lodged a certain way. But they said, again, it was really quiet. So, once they saw it lift off the ground, they were trying to rationalize like, what was happening, and because it moved so silently and was just, like didn't seem like it had a motor, it kind of just made them question what they saw. Because, how's an RV gonna move without mm-hmm. making noise? And as they got closer to it, eventually it lifted up and like lifted up above the trees and then like disappeared. Weird, okay, yes, but this wouldn't be the last time. The Sherman see this type of object on their land. Some people have speculated that, based off the description, this object is actually called, was an aircraft called a Tactite, I believe. That's how you say it, Tactite Blue, Um, which does kind of look like it could be some kind of. I could see someone thinking it was something weird. Now, someone else said that I read somewhere else that they kind of compared the shape to like a refrigerator.
0: Oh my god.
1: You're <laughs> killing me. She literally has tears in her I eyes. Am. God. Um and this tact type blue plane does kind of look like a Jetsons car that people would have been in, okay? <laughs> um Oh my God. I mean I'm not lying, it really it really did. But they were thinking that this land had been used... like they were using their land to perform maneuvers in this tactite blue plane. Okay. Um so, so I'm gonna, gonna show Bethany a picture so you can see of the what I'm talking about. This is the tactite blue plane. That was weird looking. It's the weirdest looking yeah, plane ever. Weird. So that is what they think that they may have seen. But if that's the case why would the government be using random land in utah to perform maneuvers when there's no military base nearby Hmm. so why would you go to some random person's area perform maneuvers and call it a day that's just weird Mm -hmm. it feels weird to me that they would see a strange rv fridge shaped Object. I heard The fridge. Uh, oh, my God. But it's also weird that they'd be performing maneuvers in the middle of nowhere. So, hmm, whatever. True. It's just weird. Next weird thing. Other accounts that Terry and his wife Gwen recalled included objects flying low on the ranch as if they were scanning something. Colorful lights and weird noises would happen all across the ranch. And it started happening more and more often. All of this was leading up to some of the most disturbing encounters that the family had at the ranch. On one particular night while out on the ranch, Terry saw this ship of some sorts that was putting colorful lights all over the ground and moving as if it was searching for something. And so it was snowy at this point and so... It was white, and he said it basically looked like someone was putting a disco ball on the snow because it was just colorful lights flashing all over the place. A few weeks after Terry first saw this colorful lights floating around, Gwen would have her own strange experience with these mysterious lights. On her way up to the house, Gwen sees what she could best describe as like a dark cloud in a hurry to get away from it, she tries to accelerate, like, faster towards the house, only to see that the cloud is following her down the driveway. Number one, I'd absolutely not. Absolutely not. I would have stopped and said, I ain't running. You get me. You get me. I, I give up. I'm done. Um, but, She soon sees this dark cloud project all those colorful lights all over her and the car and the ground outside. Like it's just like flashing all these colorful disco ball lights. She runs into the house and she calls Terry, absolutely scared to death. She's put the house by herself because he's out of town. Maybe an hour or two later, Gwen sees what she thinks is another RV on their property. She oh kind of annoyed. I know. I don't know why people it are camping. Dang RV. <laughs> kind of annoyed that someone would be camping on um, their property. She sets herself up near a window to kind of like be able to like stare out basically. And that's when she spots what looks like a person in the windows of the RV and all she could, like, figure out from, like, the way that she was looking was that the person had on a helmet and maybe a uniform. Hmm. Suddenly, though, this figure stands up from a desk that it was, sit like, seated at and comes to the RV door facing her. So she can see this person's outline in the door as she's looking out her window so she says she quickly um closes the curtains and calls terry again freaking out crying and this time he decides to come home because she's obviously being like way too freaked out so by the time terry had gotten home to the ranch though this rv that was parked outside was now gone The Shermans also had several strange experiences with orbs that would float around the ranch. They described these orbs as like perfectly round and crystal-like and about the size of a softball. Um, He said that these orbs gave off a bright, like sometimes they were oranges, sometimes they were bluish lights, and that they really seemed interested in the animals but also kind of skittish. So every time the Shermans would try to get close to one of the orbs or if they shine their light on one of the orbs it would just suddenly shoot off into the trees and disappear. These orbs though would continue to study their animals and the house like constantly like coming around and like kind of floating around the house um they would ultimately this these orbs though would ultimately lead to the sherman's breaking point when it comes to the ranch tired of having the orbs surround the house like all the time and more and more frequently Terry decided to have his dogs just go after the orbs one night like he just was sitting outside he was sick and tired of seeing them, so he sent his dogs after it to chase it down as the orb went off into the woods the dogs followed and he did say that the orb was kind of like teasing the dogs so, he, the, he said the orb would, like, get down really low for the dogs almost to touch it. And then at the last second, like, jump back up. Like, it was playing, like, you know, how you would, like, sometimes you have, like, a big rope in your hand with a dog. And you're, like, trying to take it away from oh, it and not let them yeah. get it before they can do it. It was like it was basically doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, eventually, it just took off into the woods and the dogs flew out, like, flew After him. Or after the orb.
0: Creepy.
1: Um. A few moments later, all of a sudden, Terry heard a really, like, three loud howls and wails from his dog. So, kind of like, you know when dogs, like, yelp?
0: Yeah. Like,
1: when they're in pain? That's what he heard. And then nothing but silence afterwards. Oh, no. No, ma'am. The next morning, he... Was worried sick, but the next morning he wandered out into the direction that his dogs and the orb went into. And it wasn't long that in the woods he would find the bodies of his three dogs lying in three different piles of burned grass. So it was like they were like round areas of burnt grass with the burnt bodies of the dogs like burnt to a crisp.
0: I'm sorry, he heard his dogs whimpering in pain and just left them out there all night?
1: Yep, because it was dark.
0: You have a flashlight? You have <laughs> a
1: ranch?
0: You ain't got a lantern? A torch?
1: I'm just telling you, I'm just reporting it how I found it. But, God. I'm just reporting how, I found, but, it. Gosh, just reporting how three,
0: I found it. I'm telling you right now, I would blow <laughs> this place up. I would blow my dogs annoy
1: me, but like, oh my god. But as expected by this point, this pushed the sermons over the edge. And three years after they purchased the land, they were officially ready to sell it. Well, yeah. It was soon sold to billionaire Robert Bigelow. Okay. Oh, that's how you would say that, right? Yeah. Who had an interest in the paranormal. He wanted to turn the ranch into a sort of outpost for the National Institute for Discovery Science, which is something that he created. Terry became the ranch hand, or became a ranch hand at um, Skinwalker Ranch after it was sold in order to help the NIDS discover or figure out what was actually happening there. Because he, as long as, even though he didn't owe it or like own the property anymore he still wanted to know what was going on and why this tormented his family because i didn't really mention it but there was big crazy stuff like this happening outside but also on the inside of the house they were experiencing weird stuff like things going missing knives and utensils in their kitchen going missing or finding them across random parts of the house so, there was big stuff happening outside, but there's also a lot of weird things happening inside of the house.
0: Not, not, the, dogs.
1: not the dogs. Not the dogs, the dogs. Oh
0: they're
1: <sighs> One popular theory is that the ranch is a portal of some sort. Um, And Terry claimed that there was a spot in the sky that always kind of had an orange hue to it. And that... He like, he just always thought it was like a refraction from the sun. Like the sun was reflecting I mean, yes, into I, a part of the sky. He made it a little bit more orange than the rest. But one night, he had a scope on a high-powered rifle. And he used this scope. I'm just telling you, you're looking at me like I'm making what? stuff up. I'm not. This is uh, weird. He used the scope of this rifle to look into the orange spot and he said that it looked like there was a daylight sky on the other side and it was like a round portal ish like a roundish portal and like when you look straight through it there was another sky on the other side that was that's weird. Daylight. That's weird. So he kind of had the theory that it was a portal to another type of, like a, either an alternate dimension or another place in time. Um.
0: He described the
1: portal as being like incredibly thin on the sides and that you had to be looking at it at a certain angle in order to see it. So if you were look if you were standing parallel with it and like you turned your head, you wouldn't be able to see it. You had to be like in front of it in order to see it. Because if you looked it from the side it was too thin for you like for your eyes to see. Does that make sense? Like it was just like floating in the air, and it was just like a. Like iridescent, like. Almost, yes. Like you, yeah. Um, f- At first, all that Terry saw come out of this spot or portal was light, but he eventually did see a ship of some kind come out of it, and he said it. Um, he didn't really know what it was was a ship because he had never seen a ship like this before but that it came out and did the whole kind of like scanning thing again Mm. in 1997 two scientists who were studying the ranch were alerted to a light coming from where this portal was supposed to be and they had a camera set up that would automatically um, take pictures of the area as stuff happened every few minutes um, it was while they were looking at this portal that they claimed that they saw what looked like a person come out of the portal. They said it was, like, a humanoid creature that kind of crawled out of the portal. What? Um, when they... I'm not lying to you. I know. This is weird. When they did look at the pictures, they couldn't really see anything. But it was almost as like there was, like, these... Um, gamma ray radiation like like sp- auras maybe i guess it's a good word for it that were like covering parts of the pictures mm. so you really couldn't see anything so it's kind of creepy and weird but it is mm. what it is um the that's kind of where like the whole legend of the skinwalkers kind of started though um because they said that this person that for humanoid creature that crawled out of the portal would be the Skinwalker, okay. and the legend of the Skinwalker is pretty popular around this particular area um, because it is a legend of the Navajo tribe. And according to the legends from the um, for the Navajo tribe and from the Utes tribe. It's that the Navajos cursed the land and cursed the tribes for revenge for working with the settlers because the Utes tribes worked with like the settlers for the area and captured and enslaved the Navajo people. Mm-hmm. And so they basically sicked this legend of the skinwalkers' curse on these people and the land and said, you're going to enslave us. We're going to make sure you have skinwalkers. Um, but skinwalkers are thought to be, like, pure evil. Um, and the best way I found, like, one way that I described it was that it is, like, medicine men that go rogue, va- base, base, like, basically. And that their soul just becomes pure evil. Like through and through, pure evil, and that they can become, and they possess the ability to become any living animal, and that they can walk around in the skins of humans. Shape Shif- Shapeshifters. Sh- yeah. yes, basically. So it wasn't soon like this. The end of the nineteen nineties is um, when they, not want to say wrapped up. Their research on it, but research on the area kind of slowed down. More and more strange things kept happening, um, but it was nothing ever. No one's ever really seen like anything, like any ships or anything come out. Right, mm-hmm. now, as mm-hmm. not as of like, right now, but the most recent things that have been happening have been really been focused upon um, cattle mutilations. Um, So, there have been a lot of just your basic run-of-the-mill finding cattle surgically cut open or completely drained of blood, finding cattle in weird locations um, that they really don't have an explanation for. Um, It wasn't until about 2016 when Robert Bigelow ultimately decided to sell skinwalker ranch and he ended up selling it to brandon fugle who is a real estate tycoon in utah um he he sold it oh this is the one time i'll tell you how much he sold it for but he purchased it brandon purchased it for 4.5 million. Oh my god <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> but he purchased it and this is a rich people thing, I guess. But he brought it he purchased it through this company called Adamantium Holdings, which is like a shell company for like his other companies, just rich people stuff. Um, but he owns it, and this is—that's the guy that's actually the get together person on the Skinwalker Ranch TV show. That's like always talking about i wanted to get y'all together so we could discuss what was happening that weird guy um that's him so he purchased it because he had like weird experiences not necessarily with paranormal but he always kind of believed there was something else out there and he from an early age has believed that and he is mormon but he's always believed that something else was out there and so he wanted to make sure he could use his money for um that for that Um, after he purchased it, he locked this place down. So before people could not necessarily come and go, it's still private property. But since he purchased it, they have closed all of the roads that are leading to it. They have put barbed wire up. They put security cameras. They have full-time security guards that are armed to the teeth people are not allowed to come like they will escort you off they ain't afraid to shoot you it's private property kind of thing um it is an ongoing thing like the televised show does they do do research on the actual land um trying to figure out if it's something that is related to the minerals and the land I know the TV show very briefly kind of touched on um, if it was related to somewhat related to the atomic bomb testing um, site yeah. brought some of that nuclear fallout a little bit well northeast and that's been affecting it and that's maybe why readings are crazy or maybe there's some type of something going on that's causing hallucinations for people that yeah. live there. So, there are a lot of theories about it, um, but that theory, the whole Navajo Skinwalkers theory, and the Portal to Another Dimension theory are the three most kind of popular ones when it comes to Skinwalker Ranch. It's not something that any of us can just go and visit today. Like, in order to see anything, you're going to have to go watch TV show or watch a movie. Like that's basically the way you're only way you're going to do it. Um now I don't want to say you shouldn't go, but I will say a lot of people who have gone or a lot of people who are associated with this property don't like being there. And just because weird stuff happens. Like on the TV show they do make the they do make the comment that you're not supposed to dig. Like digging on this ground is absolutely off limits. And that was actually something that the Shermans found out the hard way as well too. Not necessarily the hard way. It didn't affect them that much but he was digging like post holes. And like you know those post hole diggers where you kind of have to like... You hold it. Yeah. yeah. And put Put them in the ground. Yeah. He had one of those and he had gotten done and he put it in the ground. And the next morning it was like way up in a tree. Oh, Weird. So, it was weird stuff like that. And so, people have, like, experienced, like, weird medical conditions, severe headaches after digging, um, just bad luck after digging. So, I don't know if it's more of, like, you need to ask permission of the land, like, have, like, a ceremony and say, can I dig? Or if you just shouldn't dig at all. Well, if it's cursed, they're not going to want you to do anything. Yeah, so... Um, that's pretty much all I have on Skinwalker Ranch. It's just a really interesting, creepy place. I mean, that I mean, people see stuff today as far as like they'll see lights every once in a while, or they'll catch like little lights going across the ridge. Um, but no one's ever seen anything lately that they've said about like. A refrigerator rv object <laughs> oh so God. um but that's pretty much
0: <laughs> that's so detailed refrigerator say box shape or i don't even know i don't know that's
1: literally what it kept saying every in the book that i read and in like two or three articles it was just like the refrigerator object and i'm like really a refrigerator rv <laughs> Oh, I would have probably said bus. I don't know yeah, if I would have said, a... said RV. I would have said bus shaped. but I don't, know. I don't know. It was weird. I think Skinwalker Ranch is a little weird. I don't know if it's so just over dramatized now. And mm-hmm. that's why I think it's, it's just, just completely crazy. I think so. But um, it's funny.
0: I um, was, uh, yeah. <laughs> but also, though, like, I mean, like you said, the curse and everything. The Native American people probably just, like felt over it betrayed saddened and they probably did curse that i mean land. i totally believe
1: in native american curses i don't
0: feel like a lot of the
1: a lot of the land is cursed in america is like that it has to be cursed
0: i mean yeah I mean, i'd be pissed
1: if somebody just came in and took all my land and said screw you i'm taking your land i'd be a little mad you know blankets with smallpox you know Mm -hmm. on a positive note the huge tribe was able to say uh was able to sue the u.s government in the 1970s for like millions of dollars in reparations
0: good for them that's what i I said they deserve something i mean that's not even like it doesn't bring back but but at least something because man Native American are barely even talked about today, honestly. Uh-huh. I but
1: love the Native American so culture. So many
0: other cultures and ethnicities are, like, talked about, like, especially right now. But, like, Native American people just get left out. And we literally would not be here today if we didn't live that's on our land. Yeah, that's
1: why I people talk about, like, the American culture. Like, I feel like we have an American—we have two cults. Like, we have a lot of cultures in America. But I think there's, like, the— American culture that people talk about, but I really and truly think the true American culture is the Native American culture, and I love it so much. We
0: steal everything,
1: yes, we literally steal everything. Yeah, we're like the epitome of the saying, what's the saying? I can't think of the saying like, if you steal something, like flattery. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I can't, I can't think. For I'm on the spot. <laughs> I'm, I'm so tired. It's like 1130 yeah, at night.
0: Li- yeah, you guys are literally, <laughs> record- we're recording late because our schedules just would not mix up. <laughs> and we had to record two <laughs> episodes for
1: you guys, so we're, like, ahead of the game. So. so, we're tired. But, yeah. So, now we're rambling about Native American culture. Yeah, because you guys people suck.
0: But, anyways, <laughs> that wasn't us. That was... Many many years ago,
1: um, but yeah, that's all I got. Ooh, I should, about I feel like I should
0: clarify that wasn't towards Native American people. What? That was towards the people that stole the land. Oh. I said you suck, you suck, <laughs> and someone would be like, "Oh my God, she hates Native American people." No,
1: we very much love and respect all of the Native populations of the United States. I, I really do want to learn more about mine because mine, like my, like ancestry DNA one. It's so specific to my area in Mexico Ancestry. that I really want to know.
0: Yeah, okay. So, since we're going to ramble some more. Because okay. since,
1: I think you should look into
0: it, though. Mm. But since Crystal brought this up, my grandfather, <laughs> I say Pawpaw. That's how I say <laughs> well, it. Oh, this is going to be great. Um, I grew up heavily in the Native American culture. Like, I went to tons of powwows. Like... When I was a kid, we didn't go to the doctor. We went to a medicine woman. Mm -hmm. And even, like, when I was a kid, I had to drink this really... I'm so sorry. It's nasty if I'm disrespectful. It was, like, basically, like, red brick dust crushed up into juices and stuff with a bunch of other herbs. And you drank it, and it was supposed to get rid of, like, any ailment that was in your body. Uh It tastes like death, (laughs) and it's really bad. But, like, I was heavily, like... I was Blackfoot Indian, and that's who I was, and I'm also Cajun, so it was like I was a weird mixed puppy. Mm -hmm. And then my grandfather, at the ripe old age of, I think he was like 72 at the time, (laughs) He's older now. That was several years back. He decided to get a DNA test done, even though he's one of those weirdos that's like, never give your DNA up to the government. (laughs) Go plant it somewhere. And blah, 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 blah. And you don't need to be in the system. So he did DNA, the whatever, American, whatever, and sent his DNA in. And we are not even
1: Native American at all. Okay. So, funny story. My mom always thought she was, too. And she did it and had absolutely none
0: well my papa was very hurt and didn't understand it because growing up his mother told him because it was his dad that was in mm-hmm. no his mom was native american and his dad was irish so we knew he was part irish mm-hmm. and he had bright red hair so it made sense yeah but, but his mom told him all his life that his grandma and he didn't get to meet his grandma that much because she was his mom was older when he had him which means his grandma was older so he mm-hmm. passed when she passed when he was young, mm-hmm. but his mom told him all his life that his grandma was a Native American princess.
1: I'm sorry. I know. I know. No,
0: I. It's laughable. I feel
1: like every every person that age though
0: has that story though. But like, my grandfather is very his complexion. He look he looks Native American. I mean, he's like 78 now, and he still has jet black hair. Two super tan skin which that doesn't mean anything that doesn't mean you're native american but look at me you see me crystal's looking at me right now you see my mom yeah it doesn't make sense we're all pale and he's like this and that didn't come from an irish parent and his mom looked native american too Uh with long black hair and he says his grandmother looked native american and he spent time on reservations and he grew up in it as well Like, he's how I had a medicine doctor, and he had a medicine doctor growing up, and he still to this day doesn't go to a doctor.
1: That's crazy. And literally
0: none. Zero percent. Irish and, like, European something, and that was it. Mainly Irish, though, from his dad. His mom, I guess, was just, like, a mix of, like, European, like...
1: Mine's, like, a three-way... Well, not a three-way. Mine's, like, a majority, like european but it's like british and then like spanish and then i have a huge chunk of native american and east asian but it's like native american east asian because they kind of leap it all together and then i have like this tiny bit of east african nice so it was interesting and i've like Ashkenazi Jewish in me, which is really funny because you'd think Tyler would be the one with Jew in him with that little hair he has. Yeah, Crystal's going to have to post a picture of Tyler. Um, I'm not even kidding, though. I feel like that is stereotypical and slightly racist for me to say that, that, pe- that people think my husband is Jewish. But he has... A lot
0: of people in Jewish culture have curly hair, yes. but
1: it—you're it, right—it is a stereotype. And yeah, shame on, it's shame yeah, on and us! Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent shame just, on us. Because I say but it the same way. People think he is Jewish all the time. I've had, and like some, some people just like. That's, that's
0: the same with Zach. Though people think he's not Asian.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't. And like, you wouldn't think it.
0: He, my husband is. I, crystal's gonna post a picture of her husband (laughs) and i post a picture of mine my husband's not white at all Mm -mm. he is hispanic and
1: filipino and that you wouldn't know but i think that's also the beauty of genes and populations like for me i feel like i've had it both ways i've had people say they never would have guessed i'm hispanic but then i've had people say it's so obvious Um, so i don't know but i still think it's weird
0: Names too. You know how many people I th- that think I'm black from my name, and i always say this: I didn't know names had an ethnicity. Or yeah, yeah.
1: Names don't have names don't have. Well, your colors. mom must
0: like black, black people.
1: people.
0: When oh, I'm yeah, yeah, she does. does. She's no, not no. a racist.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: but the what does her name mean, Bethany, Bethany Shay?
1: Have it that made. doesn't even like it's, it's a, a name. name
0: but um it's crystal knows crystal knows my name gets butchered oh my god i didn't even say butcher right <laughs> you <laughs> can't
1: even say a word <laughs> anyway you need to, to stop, stop talking 10 minutes of this thing i probably should put i'm gonna put a warning at the beginning of this the one. end of the episode
0: is just tired and ramble <laughs> if you've stayed this long maybe we need to make a second podcast where we just talk, talk. about
1: stuff yeah i
0: mean that's why we like twitch because you can just talk. just talk and that's probably why people hate us on youtube i don't probably. know but they still watch it yeah so. then
1: get over it okay well now that we've made this episode 15 minutes long Um, Y'all have a great night and pray for us because we're exhausted. Exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye, guys.